Hello and welcome to the Psychic Shack Podcast. I'm your host, Mashad. Thank you for joining me here at the Psychic Shack Podcast. I publish every first and third Monday, every first and third Monday, new episodes of the Psychic Shack Podcast. Welcome to the Psychic Shack Podcast. I am your host, Mashad. Thank you for joining me at the Psychic Shack Podcast. How are my shackers doing? I hope things are working out for you and that you're going into the new year with some goals and this year, as we always say, will be better than last year was. My last episode, a lot of shackers, not a lot, but a handful asked me um, this question that has made me think. And when I was talking about, um, if you're new to the Psychic Shack, <laughs> welcome. Thank you for joining me. And if this, if this is your first time hearing me at the Psychic Shack, I'm going to be referencing the episode prior to this one because there were still in the episode prior to this one was um opie and uh mojo a tale of two cats and the reason i bring that up this mic doesn't sound right hold up a second guys and the reason i i'm bringing that up is so this is basically a part two and with this part two there were some questions there were some things i think i said but i didn't really explain and it just got the attention of a couple of people and they would ask me if i would just revisit uh, some of these questions and one question in particular was that I had made mention that when we're with the love see this is why it's important to download because then I have an idea of what you guys are interested in and so once I'm looking at the downloads then I can see what's popular what topic people are really are, are following more so than others so to speak and uh, one of the things I'd made mention of was that when a person is about to cross over whether that's through a natural process or if it was through um, impact or how, however that that happens, however that graduation or that transition happens, I'd said the soul does not go through the pain process. And as I said, I, I think some people were kind of confused with that. So those of you shackers that have been following me, you know, we have a particular way in which we look at things here at the Psychic Shack. That's just the foundation and, and how I teach and uh, the foundation and which I speak from because you have to start somewhere and I'm a big believer in having foundational things and by having some sort of foundational stability it's easier to build where I derive the concept from is it's not totally within this concept and like I said I don't want to get into the weeds but there's an aspect of the soul leaving a body and I get that not necessarily from astral projection but I my opinion is that it makes greater sense if we look through it through a shamanic lens, shamanic journey. And uh, Sandra, Sandra Ingram writes a, writes a really good book. And as a matter of fact, it's called Soul Retrieval. So I'm taking a principle and trying to make this principle make sense. And the reason it makes sense in my mind, as I understand this, um, let me give you the breakdown. So you were created from an energy. And to energy, you will return. It's just the way it is. Most people will agree with that to whatever degree. You know, some people would get a, excuse me, you wouldn't get an argument out of, from that statement. So somewhere in the cosmos, somewhere something happened, energy came together, you manifested. We, we know the process, but I'm, I'm going to speed this up. So, okay, you're here. In this manifestation, this is just one way to look at it. Because you're an energy, you're considered 
a spirit. You're a type of spirit. Okay? You're a type of spirit. You're a spirit because if I use the Greek and say pneuma, then through Latin we get pneumonia. So pneuma is wind, breath, air. The life of uh, spirit of, of its manifestation. You are a spirit that has a soul contained in a physical body. So out of those three components, when one leaves your physical self, there's two aspects that merge together and become one, as they're trying to do now. In your soul, it's, what's the Greek word for soul? Suke. And in the soul is intellect, will, and emotion. Your soul is your fingerprint. Your soul is what makes you uniquely you. The wind, breath, air aspect, or the spirit, is the energy that enables the soul to manifest. If you go a little further, another theory is that your spirit is masculine. They are without gender, but they're spoken. I'm, I'm speaking slowly because I'm thinking through this process. I want, to, I want it to make sense for you guys. So it's without gender, but it's spoken in a masculine sense so we understand structure is how I've come to understand this. So your spirit, for the sake of the illustration, is masculine, your soul is feminine. And they're housed in the physical body. And if you want a really neat observation of this, I'm gonna grab the Bible as a matter of fact. And if we if we could kind of move away from carnal thought with the Bible and look at it spiritually, then that really nicely puts together what I just explained. So Adam would be a picture of your spirit. Eve would be a picture of your soul. The garden would be a picture of your physical body. And there's some really neat spiritual concepts in that story I, I just illustrated as well. So back to uh, journeying. So there's an aspect of journeying when you're drumming and you go to the, the tree of life. You're... Let me see, let me do it better. In different types of shamanism, they believe when you have a traumatic event in your life, your soul fractures, or there's a piece of your soul that is removed, and that's what I mean by the soul doesn't necessarily go through the traumatic event. That's why the... Um, counterbalance is called soul retrieval when we're dealing with the shamanic so okay so but they believe not every fallen does of course I, I don't think so I, I can't talk for the whole the whole shamanic experience but I was with um years ago Elizabeth Quinn as a matter of fact big big shaman person and and so educated and you think because there's an aspect of it that's indigenous, so there's a tendency to maybe not think it's as complex as some of the other followings that we're involved in, and that's a mistake. It's very complex, very well thought out, and you figure these practices have been around thousands of years for a very, very long time. So I'll do the best I can to try to make it make sense and bring some comfort and even some understanding to the statement. So what I'm trying to get at is that when there is a when when the physical body has a traumatic experience, there's a portion of the soul that leaves. Now here's here's an interesting thought. When that portion of the soul leaves, there's nothing there occupying that empty space, so to speak. Okay. 
And because that empty space now becomes almost equivalent to a beacon, this is the next possibility is called an intrusion. And an intrusion is a type of entity or type of energy that will enter that space that the soul no longer occupies. Now, this is walking in, in your daily. This isn't someone in a process of crossing over. So we have to distinguish between two different situations. But that kind of gives you the idea. So what the shaman does is the shaman travels in realm of spirit and he retrieves that soul back and he puts it in the body. And I, I thought it was a, a very interesting concept. And the more I would read about it and look at it, and I would think about the possibilities, there was a psychic, a famous psychic, Echo Bodine. You guys may know of her. She writes really good books, um, not necessarily on shamanism, but uh, psychism and healing and things like that. And, and she's from the old school, more or less old school, probably around, maybe around Sylvia Brown was doing it. But I think Echo is still reading, actually. I still think she does psychic reads. And so I was reading one of her books. She had a traumatic event happen to her. And she forgot about it. It was damaging. I forget exactly what happened. But a while later, she developed a drinking problem. But it didn't click. It didn't really register. And so that was something uh, personal that she had dealt with for quite some time. And it was, you know, something she wrestled with. And she had... Go, I, I believe she went to an event, and I, I think the guy was from Brazil or, or somewhere, and there, there was a shaman um, at this event, and he basically gave her a read and told her what I just explained about the process of some of that theory, and she balked at it. She kind of like, hmm, I never heard of that before. It's kind of strange. I don't know about that. You know, how can that work? Well, a while later... Her curiosity got the best of her, and she allows the shaman to journey for her or on her behalf. He was able to retrie retrieve the soul, puts it back in her. She no longer has this drinking problem, and her reeds are now getting even more sharp. And that story stuck with me, and I said, wow, maybe there, you know, there's something to this. And as I explore things, I try not to get stuck in a box. I try to look at the other possibilities, weighed not only in how I think, but also weighed against my experience and some of the material that I've come across. So I'm saying all that to say this, it only makes sense, especially in the crossing process where that soul can be removed. We know it can happen because you guys believe in astral projection. You, you know, there, whether you're going to, you know, we could be, we could split hairs and have the semantics of it, you know, whether we want to call it like a soul or a spirit or whatever it is. But we, we understand that there's out-of-body experiences. You know, whether you're tethered with your silver cord or not, or some people just, and we know there's walk-ins. We know people reincarnate. You know, so we, we do know these things. Like I said, I believe when we're seeing a person physically go through, especially a loved one, we're, or, you know, we're not seeing spiritually. We're just seeing the physical response. And that's hard. And though that person is coherent and, and it seems as if they're talking and communicating, if you've seen this process of death, because that's what it is, I can't sugarcoat it, it is what it is. But if you've seen that process a couple of times, you'll notice some similarities. I said in the last episode, if you are aspiring to be a medium or if you're already a mediumship, you will have a strange relationship with death. And I notice a lot of teachers out there who teach these things, they shy away from that. Because the teachers want to get paid. 
But how can you how can you not have a relationship with death? And you're a medium. That doesn't even. It's, I don't know. I, I don't get it. That's like you know, if you're a cook, you know, I'm gonna tell you about a spatula. It's like no, we don't use spatulas. <laughs> I mean, or pots and pans. No, we don't use. Them. I, I mean, it, it's so it's so asinine, and we so shy away from it because some people they understand a lot of people. Some people want to be mediums because it's cool. Some can give a damn about spirituality, man. They want to be a medium because they see it on TV and it makes them popular. It's a cool thing to do. Some people think because there's certain degrees within, you know, the metaphysical that are somewhat classist. And some people think that medium position is the creme de la creme. I mean, that's as high as it gets. So we're kind of still a little jacked up in reference to how we, we're looking at how some of this stuff is. And, and because of that... I did another episode. I said the dangers of mediumship. If you come to my class, it's not like I'm scared the hell out of you, but I'm going to tell you the truth. At least from my perspective and some of the things I've experienced. This shit is real. And, you know, I get the popularity thing and I get, you know, wanting to be cool. I'm not preaching. I'm not getting on you. I'm just telling some cautionary tales. If we're going to be fair with mediumship, then we should also talk about the mediums who got jacked up. And that are in really bad shape now. So, you know, when it comes to this particular topic, my tone changes. I get very serious because of some of the unfortunate situations I had to contend with. And I noticed, you know, a lot of people, I'll get off this kick, but I'm, I'm just saying this for your own safety. And I think when we're in these sterile environments, it's okay to feel good. It's okay to want to explore and try to understand these things. But I also believe it's dangerous if we don't educate and bring the counterbalance to the dark things that are out there. I think I'm in good standing. It's fun. I definitely encourage it. But I think it's so one-sided now. And, and that concerns me. Because with without understanding that, I, <laughs> I guess I'm saying I've seen too many dark things weasel their way in and just sit there and kind of hibernate until... They came into a position of opportunity to manifest. And a lot of us don't want to believe that. Hey, that's cool. You can believe what you want. So I think that's when we're getting into some some dangerous business. I think when we're up here uh, channeling and things like that, it gets a little more dangerous simply because of the things you will be contending with. Psychism, not as much because psych, psych, a lot of psychism isn't necessarily entity driven. Now, I know a lot of people saying, you know, your guides are there and things like that. I, I'm still on the fence with that one. I, I think there's a natural ability there. I, I think you have a level of guidance, but I don't think it's, it, it, I, I don't know how it can be the same guide that you would have in mediumship or how you would be set up to channel. That That's very different. And the reason I can say that, here's my point again, is from my experience. This is not my opinion. And this is an experience over years. I even hear the guides different. If it's a psychic event, that if I call it a voice or that feeling or that energy is totally different than if I if I'm going to engage in a in an event that's going to require mediumship or if I channel. These are three totally distinct uh, things. And number two, and I know people kind of frown at this, but when your body, your physical body, your soul, your spiritual energy is trying to calibrate with one of those modalities, let's say, there's a likelihood it can affect your physical body. And if you're not careful, you could misinterpret a physical ailment 
and that possibly could be a, a response from a spirit rather than you know my stomach I would get sick on my stomach you know all sorts of physical stuff that would happen and the more I was able to understand that energy and as we say ground cleanse clear it out or whatever terminology the kids are using today I had to find my way of connecting with that energy or at least uh, calibrating that energy so I was able to go to work and you know do my job as a psychic so there there's little things like this and as I said you don't hear these things often so I bring you know those things to your attention the premise of this particular episode was to kind of give you this idea of the 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 journey and aspect whereas I, I I was like man I should have collected um last episode a couple of more things that I think people we kind of forget because once again when we get into the death mode or once we're seeing death or unfortunately we have a knowing that this event's going to happen that becomes the focus we forget about these other things that also are happening as well if you guys missed the last episode I'll say this again it's interesting when you're actually seeing the process and you can sense that that person is gone though they're physically there and I've seen that a couple of times as well I said last episode if you're a psychic or medium listening to this it'd be neat if you could explain a little more what I just said to a person that may not fully understand that dynamic what's another thing that that's the biggie because th this is really like a, a basis this is the the basic stuff that we would talk about like it, it would be the journey and it would be walk-ins journeys walk-ins astral projection you know you have people going to the cost of records um so we know people live the leave the body you know people are channeled you know i don't know where that where that soul goes you know certain forms of mediumship you have conscious medium then you have trance mediumship so something is taken over the body and you got good old-fashioned demonic possession so some so we know that this this physical vessel we know things come and go so I just wanted you guys to keep that in mind and um, as I said it's uh, it's a really good episode last episode is one of my favorites because it's so personal to me so if you haven't had a chance to uh, listen uh, to that you should go back and give it a try there like I said it's tell two cats and I just learned a couple of spiritual things from um, from that experience that I felt w would be teachable moments. My name is Michelle. This is, I'm stuffed up, man. I got a cold also. So that's why I'm not my simple ass self <laughs> today, trying to be funny. This cold, this cold is kicking my butt. So keep in mind that we have, we have different ways of supporting the, the Psychic Shack. And obviously the most simple way is go over to our socials on Facebook and that is the Psychic Shack. We're on Facebook. And I'm also over at Intuitive Tarot Read. And that's also an affiliate of mine. And our IG account, which is Psychic Shack. If, <clears throat> excuse me, if you have time, check out our merch. We're at thepsychicshack.com, all one word, lowercase. And we have a lot of interesting merch over there. If, and by purchasing merch or purchase merch for other people also um, that also helps us stay um, doing what we're doing and we have a PayPal account that you could also make a donation at but with PayPal you don't you don't need a PayPal account so it's set up just for donation and then we also have patreon set up as well so these are the ways or, that you guys can know uh, excuse me 
support the Psychic Shack, and I really appreciate those who already have. Thank you so very much. My name is Mashad. This is the Psychic Shack Podcast. I publish every first and third Monday, every first and third Monday, new episodes of the Psychic Shack Podcast. You guys be well, and I will speak with you soon. Bye-bye.